Ladies and gentlemen, it is episode 88 of the Movie Maniacs podcast. You know why I'm here. You know what the topic is. Maybe you didn't even see the title of the episode that you clicked on. Chances are, if you saw that I had released a new episode, you know why I'm here. You know what I'm here to talk about. And look, Sunday night, we had the Oscars. A once historic event for many people, I would say around the world. I mean, I think the Oscars used to be a, a big event way before my lifetime, at least. Uh, I don't think that they've been great since I was born. <laughs> as uh, sad as it is for me to say that, that's probably the case. And we had the 94th Academy Awards Sunday night. You know, I'll, I'll start off the show by addressing, you know, we had a live stream on the YouTube channel. And it went horribly. I'll, I'll be honest with you guys. It went horribly. The The live stream was a mess. The connection was bad. Jude and I went absolutely nuts uh, halfway through. When the slap happened, the slap hurt around the world. When we got the slap, Jude and I, uh, we I think uh, me mentally we broke. I mean, we just they could not take Amy Schumer anymore. We just broke. Wanda Sykes, uh, we couldn't take it anymore. We broke. Jude started chowing down on strawberry fake Cheerios. I mean, it was just, it got nuts. I mean, we were losing our minds. I'm honestly thankful that not many people were able to tune in and get a good idea of what was happening. Even the people who tuned in for a few minutes probably didn't even understand what was happening. I mean, the audio is so bad. The, the visuals were horrible. I mean, it was an absolute mess, and I, I'm ashamed to say it, but... Uh, you know, sometimes things just work out that way, and that's how it was. The overall show. Let's let's talk about let's talk about the slap. I want to get the slap out of the way because, I mean, this has been, you know, very present already. I mean, it's big. Just two days in, the the slap is the only thing. Literally, the only thing people are talking about. When it comes to the Oscars, I mean, when I turned on a couple of my, you know, movie podcasts that I enjoy listening to, three quarters of the actual runtime were donated to the slap. I mean, it has dominated the overall topic of the Oscars. And I think that's ultimately what makes this, you know, like, uh, for movie fans, the slap is disappointing in and of itself because it takes away from any discussion you can have around these Oscars. Do people even remember that Coda won Best Picture? I don't think they do. I don't think people even remember what won Best Picture last night or, or Sunday night. It, it just has detracted from any discussion when it comes to the Oscars. This is the focus. It's Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. And that's it. There is nothing else to say about it. This is the topic. And breaking down what I saw, let's just break, let's just break it down. For those of you who haven't seen the footage, here's here's what I saw. Here's what I saw. I saw Chris Rock come up, does his monologue, roasts a few people, then he turns to Will Smith's wife, Jada Pinkett Smith, and he makes a G.I. Jane joke. You know, G.I. Jane, you know, had that shaved military type of hair and 
says, you know, G.I. Jane, can't wait to see it. And Will Smith's wife has a illness that, you know, caused her to her hair to kind of, you know, start to fall out, patches and so forth. And so she shaved her head. And honestly, as you know, you can understand possibly the annoyance. Maybe if you're a sensitive, thin-skinned person, you can you you might be annoyed by that comment. I think if you like here's here's what I think. I mean, when you, if you watch the footage, it's clear that Will Smith was laughing when the joke was made, and you can see Jada Pinkett Smith was not amused. Ultimately, it's because Jada Pinkett Smith was not amused that caused Will Smith as a husband to go up there and strike Chris Rock across the face. Now, I think we can all agree this was a very immature move. Very immature, uh, honestly, a, a stupid move by Will Smith because not only was it uncalled for and unnecessary, it ruined his whole night. This was supposed to be Will Smith's night. I mean, we knew he was going to win Best Actor, and now nobody's talking about Will Smith winning Best Actor. We're all talking about how Will Smith struck Chris Rock across the face, and that's all that we are discussing here. It's not that Will Smith gave a great performance as Richard Williams or, you know, Coda winning Best Picture, none of that. It's all about Will Smith striking Chris Rock across the face, and that is the kind of what makes me so sad about this event. It, it detracted from the whole evening, and it ruined the show. Maybe it boosted viewings, gained some viewership, perhaps. Perhaps that's a possibility. But overall, it's not a monumental Oscars in the sense of a year for film, like I believe it could have been. Instead, it's a monumental Oscars because it was the first time a man striked a host across the face. And look, not very familiar with Chris Rock, but I got a lot of respect for him after, after that night because... He comes up there, does his job, is the one person who made me laugh the entire evening, one guy who made me laugh, and gets striked across the face, continues to do his job, and goes about the rest of the evening. And you've got to respect somebody who's willing to not let emotions get the better of them. Clearly, he was stunned. And, you know, he said, I'm here to present a documentary, and then he had to clear it up. He's here to present an Oscar. And... He continues to do his job, and you've got to respect a man who doesn't let the emotions get ahead of him. Because I think Sunday night we saw the difference between a professional who's able to keep their emotions in check and then somebody who is was on the brink that whole evening. Emotionally, you could tell that he was vulnerable that, the entire evening. And then you see somebody who loses control, does not have control of their emotions, does not have any control whatsoever apparently that evening. And he strikes somebody across the face. And look, I don't hate Will Smith, but my respect is lost for him because of this. I mean, this is not, I, I mean, I can understand a man wanting to defend his wife. This is not how you defend your wife. Anybody who thinks that a joke as minor as this deserves a slap needs to get some help. Because this was not a slap-worthy joke. You can see the motivation. The motivation is clear. But Will Smith get, what went up there. And he struck somebody across the face like he was in a movie. And this is just a matter of it. Actors, you look at them more and more, and they just look ridiculous now. I mean, I question the, the IQ level of some of these people because they live in a fantasy. It looks like they live in a fantasy. I mean, they come up, 
They act like we are supposed to follow them. They are the leaders. They are the leaders, and we are supposed to follow them. You, a citizen who works hard, most likely, you are supposed to follow these actors. Actors. This is not a prestigious award, like or, or an award, a a job. Like I, I'm, maybe it is where, I, I, to the extent of how it is elevated in our culture, in that way, it is prestigious. But they do not work nearly as hard as I believe a lot of other people do. They don't have their life on the line. They are they they are playing a character in a fantasy world. And I'm not look. I love films, but you've got to take these things seriously. Yes, they have an impact on our culture. I understand that. Yes, actors do incredible, beautiful, emotional work. I'm not taking any credit away from them. But the fact that we uh, look up to these celebrities, like they are some hero, it, it causes, you know, it, it causes for I, I think a a rethinking of what we put first in today's society. Because the fact that we put so much on these people who I don't believe deserve nearly the amount of you know prestige that they have in the first place. I mean, yes, they, they do work hard. I'm not taking that away from them, but not nearly as hard as a lot of other people out there, you know, who provide basic functions for us that we take for granted on a day-to-day basis. And I've said it for a while. Actors make a ridiculous amount of money, a ridiculous. Will Smith, top 10 actors in Hollywood. Therefore, he's in that top 100 pantheon of people of all time. Living today, Will Smith is probably one of the most popular people of all time. And I don't think that's a controversial thing to say. This guy has been in the business for 30 years. Not saying he hasn't worked hard. I'm sure he has. You've got to be a good actor. You've got to work hard in this business. I'm I'm not saying that that isn't the case. All I'm saying is that these people are not who we need to be looking up to. And Sunday night demonstrated that. We should not be looking up to actors. We just should not. Because, yes, there are some great actors out there. You know, Denzel, Matthew McConaughey, these are good people. I believe that. And I'm not saying these guys aren't good people. But I think Matthew McConaughey and Denzel Washington are probably very uh, smart, intellectual people who understand, you know, when to shut up, when to talk. They, they've found that balance. Some actors just can't do that. And Will Smith could not get a hold of his emotions tonight. And him going up there like he was in a movie and striking somebody across the face, sitting back down, proceeding to cuss this man out, saying, get your wife's name, get my wife's name out of your effing mouth. He said that twice, louder and louder each time, a quiver in his lips. This was a man who was not in control Sunday night. This is not somebody who you should put your like life lessons on and go like, this is the man I will follow He's he went up there ten minutes later. Went an Oscar. Went an Oscar. Is not detained by anybody at the Oscars. No security. No security that came in, and this man illegally slapped somebody across the face. This is against the law. And this man came and sat down. Doesn't even get in trouble. No consequences. No consequences whatsoever, and that makes me mad. It makes me mad that if it was, say, if it was a person of any less caliber, say it was Mel Gibson, 
some white dude, you know, it come up there, slap this guy, and boom, immediately in jail. Holy cow. Like, then the, the media is on their tails. Like, how dare this person? This is a crime against humanity. The biggest travesty since 9-11. I mean, you would be hearing it all over. But because it's Hollywood, we're not going to have that discussion. Yes, this is a big event, and people recognize it was a mistake. But is Will Smith in trouble for it? Is his career any lesser? No. Will Smith won Best Actor last night. No consequences whatsoever. You can see footage, footage of him partying in the Oscars at the Oscars at the party. He was he was having a good time. He was dancing, you know. And look, I'm not saying Will Smith is a bad guy. I don't think he is, but his there are consequences to your actions. And Will Smith led a life of no consequences Sunday night and they, nobody addressed it. The fact that the Oscars responded to this incident by saying in a tweet, a tweet the day following the Academy does not condone violence of any kind. Thank you for tuning into the Oscars and to all of the people who attended. I thank you for receiving the award. Like that was it. One sentence addressing this, you know, very like big deal as far as like this is the night at like for like say what you will. Golden Globes may be more fun. BAFTAs may be more fun. The Oscars is the big night. This is the big night. Whether they have lowered their respect, you know, the Academy, they've definitely lowered their respect. This is still the big night. This is the, still the biggest awards show. They just responded to this with one sentence, and this is the night when actors are, are supposed to show up, be at, on their best behavior, act civil, and act like they can respect one another and admire each other's work you know yeah it's a little bit of a pat on the back in evening and i try and ignore that because honestly it just takes away from any enjoyment i can have if i look at it as like the like askers uh, actors just giving themselves a pat on the back all evening then yeah it looks even worse but in my mind this is a celebration for movies actors are coming in there to you know get some credit for their work and i think they deserve it because i love movies movies are great but Holy cow, I mean, people need to be on better behavior and act like they've got some, you know, dignity, some respect for one another and for their for other humans. I mean, Amy Schumer, Regina Hall, and uh Wendy something, uh, whatever. I don't remember the other lady's name, but they came out there like toddlers and were all like tonight. We're going to have a gay Oscars. Gay, 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 gay. Like, are you kidding me? Like, this is the, uh, like, this is how mature adults act now. Like, gay, 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 gay. What? Are you kidding me? Like, that is, like, clearly from uneducated people who, like, is this really the, the type of stand-up you're going to be demonstrating? Chris Rock came out there like a pro, made me laugh with, like, Good jokes that didn't act like they came out of the mouth of a three-year-old. That is not what our hosts did that evening. These three hosts just acted like toddlers all evening who didn't know what they were talking about. Anytime they made a political joke, I just rolled my eyes. I mean, these were these people who act like they know politics. You should follow their political ideology. They do not understand what they're even talking about. It's just I, I try not to get too mad about these things, and I've already blew 15 minutes 
of the show talking about this stuff. And that's unfortunate. I don't want to spend any more time on this. But that's what all I'm saying. Will Smith, let's summarize it, acted immaturely, shouldn't have done it. Chris Rock acted like a pro, gave good jokes. The joke itself was not that bad. As a man, Will Smith did not act like I believe a man should. Yes, there is a time and place for a man, if necessary, to use physical force. That is absolutely true. But this was not that instance. And I want to make that very clear. This was not that instance. But anyway, these hosts, they sucked. The presenters were fine. You know, Jason Momoa and Josh Brolin, they were good. You know, I liked what they did. Um, Rachel Zegler actually showing up at the Oscars and presenting. That was a fun moment because I wish that she had actually gotten nominated for Best Lead Actress and won because that was – in my opinion, a better performance than what Jessica Chastain did with the eyes of Tammy Faye. And I'm happy for Jessica Chastain. She deserves the reward because that was a really good performance. But Rachel Zegler had one of the best performances, maybe my favorite of the year. And I believed that she should win. Honestly, I want to talk about the best actress category for a minute because when I looked at the nominees, I had kind of forgotten who they were. It amazes me that the Academy did not recognize what I consider to be the two best leading actress performances, Rachel Zegler for West Side Story and Alana Haim for Licorice Pizza. Those were the best actress performances of that year. Didn't even get nominated. And it, the, what, if you see what these actors are getting nominated for in that category, they're not even like... I don't even think that they are that, like, surprising decisions. I mean, they're all biopics. Like, almost all of them are biopics or, you know, really dramatic, like, dramas that, you know, like, I don't – that are very Oscar Beatty, right? I mean, it's unfortunate that the category looked the way it did. Like, Alana Hyman and Rachel Zegler not being recognized was just very, very disappointing. That that was a uh, kind of a downer category, in my opinion. But, you know, there are some bright spots here, and I wanna, I'll get to the bright spots before I get to the problems with, I believe, the telecast as a whole. Uh, the, the Troy Coaster, we got to talk about this guy. Coda was a really good film, not, in my opinion, near the best of the year. Near the best of the year, I didn't think it was that. But it was a good film, one that touched me emotionally in the, in the second half especially. I was very moved by the emotion, how these writers had so skillfully dealt with this theme I thought was just very beautiful, very well done. Troy Coaster comes up and gives this inc incredible speech, I thought, and it really showed, in my opinion, if you want to know why Coda won Best Picture, you can watch that speech because that was a speech that I think beautifully signified why Coda was an important film that year. And it, the, it, the way it bridged two communities together and the deaf community is not something that I believe is in today's like focus a whole lot. You know, now we're talking about a lot of different things. It was good to have a film that reminded us that this was a culture we don't explore a whole lot. It brought some certain aspects of it to life, and I thought a really beautiful way. Troy Coaster came up there, great, gave a great speech. You know, thanked everybody, talked about why this movie was important. It was just a really solid speech. Seeing the guy get up there and win his award. It got me a little emotional. I was like, that was the one moment I was like, yes, yes, this is it. This is what, uh, this is this type of moment that I need in, in that evening. But, you know, I, I have uh, another positive is Ariana DeBose 
winning for Best Supporting Actress. That was one of the best performance of the, performances of the year as well. Nearly, in my opinion, as good as Rachel Zegler. Just an excellent performance. That was a good moment. I, Dune winning four Oscars. Awesome. Wish it had won Best Picture. Kind of surprised it didn't win the Best Costume Award. I thought I felt like that was a bad decision, but uh, I'll accept it and move on. The fourth technical awards were, of course, well-deserved. Hans Zimmer... You know, like getting his recognition. I mean, this is a legend. We're not going to forget about this man. He's won at least four Oscars, right? I mean, three, like at least three. Didn't he win for Gladiator? Um, oh, I think this is only his second. I thought he had won for Inception, but that was Trent Reznor. So I'm not sure. But this is a this is an absolute goat when it comes to making s soundtracks. This guy nails it every time. I was glad to see Dune get its four technical awards. Coda's best picture win came as a big surprise to me because I thought The Power of the Dog was going to sweep away all the Oscars. Win for, you know, the screenplay, best supporting actor, best supporting actress, and best picture. I thought this was going to be a slam dunk, and it only won one Oscar, and that was for best directing. And look, Denis Villeneuve not getting nominated is a massive snub, one of the biggest snubs in my opinion, because I love Dune so much. Everybody who won an award for Dune went up there and they thanked Denis Villeneuve because this was the mastermind who put the whole film together. Everybody who was a part of that film knew this guy was the head of the film. He deserved to be nominated. Hands down. Dune would not be the film it was if it wasn't for Denis Villeneuve controlling and bringing all of these unique, brilliant talents together and making an incredible film. He deserved to be nominated. He deserved the win, in my opinion. It's a shame that he did not win or get nominated. It's just absolutely appalling to me. But Jane Campion did a beautiful job directing The Power of the Dog. You look at the clips from that film, the trailer and so forth. I mean, it's just a beautiful film. It's near perfectly well shot, perfectly shot. I'll use the word perfect. It's perfectly shot. And man, she just did an excellent job directing the movie. Now, Steven Spielberg, Paul Thomas Anderson, Dini Villeneuve, you know, like I preferred these directing jobs more. I, I liked the films more. The Power of the Dog, it lacked a, like, a core to me. It, the ultimate goal of the movie is to make you feel hollow in some sense, and that's how I felt. Wasn't really sure if I felt comfortable with the movie like being the point to just make you feel like hollow and absent emotion. Like in a certain extent, that works, but it, it made the film age worse over time. Initially, I was very floored, and then as it went on, my liking for the film lessened and lessened as you know the months have gone on. I've rooted for it less and less. Now the point where I was reading for Dune, Licorice Pizza, um, West Side Story. These were the movies I was rooting for. But Jane Campion, make uh, no mistake, did an excellent job. She deserves her recognition because she did an excellent job. She's been in this business for a long time. It felt earned. I'll say that. It felt earned. But this was not the movie I was rooting for. The Oscars making the decision to cut down all these technical awards that I believe are very important. Like, look, I don't really care that much anymore about Will Smith coming up and saying his piece. You know, I don't believe that's anything that will, 
like really like maybe I'm wrong on this. I'm actually I'm going to take that back. I do think that an actor winning an Oscar can have an emotional significance just because if you've been a fan of their work for a long time, seeing them finally get their moment can be a big deal. And so for that, I think there is level of interest, but these editing and these editing categories and, you know, these, all these technical awards that people may think, Oh, they're not that important. No, they are. And the people who were behind those great parts of the movie deserve respect. I understand the, the idea of bringing in these, you know, more musical performances that, frankly, I didn't enjoy. I didn't think that any of these musical performances were good. I liked the song Be Alive. I liked No Time to Die. But these were not, like, show-stopping, you know, no pun intended, per, like, performances by artists who may be great in their respected fields, but they brought no enjoyment, in my opinion. Like, the No Time to Die felt kind of hollow. I'm not sure what it was. Maybe just because I was just kind of completely losing interest by the time we got to it. Like, Be Alive, you know, it was shown through a completely separate video. It wasn't even at the Dolby Theater. The whole thing just felt off. And the fact that We Don't Talk About Bruno actually was bad, like, this is a song that should have been a slam dunk at the Oscars and it flopped. Like the whole performance was bad. Anyway, it makes me mad as somebody who was here to celebrate films in a year that I consider to be great. 2021 was a great year and this should have been a slam dunk in terms of celebrating the Oscars. I mean, goodness sakes, the 50th anniversary of The Godfather was this year. This was a perfect opportunity to hint back to easily top 10. The Godfather is top 10 in the, in the fact that it is one of the most influential films ever, ever. The, the films that were nominated Sunday night would not be here without The Godfather. It is that big of an influence. It is celebrating its 50th anniversary. This was the night for the Oscars to fully pay tribute to this incredible trilogy. Haven't seen the third one, but I love the first and second. This was the night for them to really give that film its proper respect. And they bring out Francis Ford Coppola, Al Pacino, and Robert De Niro. You know, Al Pacino was looking very frail. I, was, I wasn't I was sure if he was going to be able to stand up the whole time. Robert De Niro is still looking spry. But Francis Ford Coppola kind of went up and he said, you know, things we've heard him say before. And they also showed this, you know, like a little reel of like all of the, you know, all of the, you know, moments from The Godfather, the, they pulled me back in moment. And like, you know, all of those iconic moments, make you enough for you kind of refuse, you know, all those moments, put them in together in this reel, set to the song Bad Boy, I believe. I think it was called Bad Boy or Bad Boys. I'm not sure. What the heck? Like, is this how you pay tribute to this iconic film that is celebrating its 50th anniversary? You put it to this song, Bad Boy? Like, what the heck? What is going on? I don't understand the need to, to make that decision. Why on earth could you not have said it to the iconic Godfather theme, the that, you know, beautiful, you know, melodramatic theme? It is perfect to set an entire compilation of great moments from the Godfather trilogy to, they completely 
messed up there. That was a big, massive, colossal failure. The tribute failed, ultimately. And then they had the No Time to Die reel, and I was like, oh, okay, this is good. I like that. I even thought that the whole set looked like a gun barrel, you know, bit in the the little award was in the center. It kind of looked like a tribute to James Bond in that way. And it is the end of an era, right? I mean, Daniel Craig just wrapped up his run, you know, with in a very conclusive way. And now Amazon has bought MGM. They're probably going to milk this product dry. It won't be special anymore besides these films. It felt like the end of an era. Maybe Amazon's going to prove me wrong. Maybe they're going to do something special. But this did not feel like that. This felt very much you know, like an end of an era. We probably won't get any more great Bond quite like this. Amazon's going to do something where it's not going to feel as special. We're going to have to move on and accept that. I loved the way No Time Did I wrapped things up. I was glad that it got its respect here. That was good. Now, when they did the fan favorite award, like the fan favorite scene, for some reason, it was Zack Snyder's Justice League in the Flash going through the Speed Force scene, a moment that I really did like, but at the same time, who is saying that's the fan favorite moment? I want to know who the voters were. I want to know who in, on earth in the Academy had actually seen Zack Snyder's Justice League, and why on earth it wouldn't be Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, Tom Holland swinging on the, sta on the Statue of Liberty would that not be the fan favorite moment the, from the film that went, that made over a billion dollars, near two billion? That's the fan favorite moment, right? Who has seen Zack Snyder's Justice League that works in the Academy? Why on earth can No Way Home not get its respect and get the number one fan favorite moment? Why was Zack Snyder featured so hev hev heavily at the Oscars? I'll never know. I'll never know why that's the case. Now, with Coda winning Best Picture... Is this the right choice? Is this the right decision? Code was not my favorite film out of the nominees. That's what I will say. It is one of the better ones, in my opinion, but it, I don't think it topped Licorice Pizza, which I knew would never win, West Side Story, eh, and Dune, maybe, but ultimately, I knew that these films weren't going to win. Ultimately, this is not going to be a film that I think we're going to look back on and remember as one of the, as one of the all-time greats. But maybe it served its purpose for the time. I don't know how many people have seen Coda, actually. But I think that it was a nice film to win at the time. You know, I don't think the Academy's ever going to recognize a genre sci-fi film as best picture. With the current system that's in place and the current people who are in charge, that just doesn't look like it's ever going to happen. I think that a lot of... People who are a part of Dune knew that that was going to be the case. And this is just how things are in the Academy. And you know, I was very shocked that Coda won. But at the same time, I was like, the more I thought about it, I was like, you know, what? I should have seen that coming. I should have, I should have seen that coming because this is a movie that, you know, is crowd pleasing, but also touches on, you know, an interesting, unique topic. And that seems like something that would be up the Academy's alley, actually. It's not going to be a movie that we remember, you know, besides the fact that it won Best Picture. It's a good movie. It's not an all-timer, though. And I feel like we got some, you know, for me at least, Dune was an all-timer. I'm not, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to keep talking about Dune. I'm just saying that I think there were better movies that came out. I just, I, you know, I, I did, I talked about the nominees. But, I mean, are we not, like, the best films... 
some of the best films of 2021 didn't even get recognized. I mean, you look at The Green Knight, Come On, Come On, and The Last Duel. Like These three films, they are in my top ten. Uh, they are in my top ten. I think that they are great movies. Didn't get a bit of recognition. I mean, The Green Knight had incredible cinematography, absolutely stunning, beautiful. Nowhere, nowhere on the Oscars probably wasn't even brought up, you know, for attention. And then we have, you know, I mean, come on, like, come on, come on, was no pun intended. Come on, come on, beautiful and beautifully shot, beautifully directed. The script was awesome. No recognition. There are just certain films that always slip through the cracks, and in this case, it was some of the best films of that year. It was just it, it, very odd to me, like. The Academy just still cannot keep everything in order. And they're trying to stay relevant, and they did that by adding more musical musical performances and cutting back on the amount of uh, uh, showtime that the, the Technical Academy Awards got. But, like, ultimately, this was a night spent trying to bring in people who didn't care about the Oscars in the first place and completely lost the audience, like me, who is here to celebrate movies and appreciate films and how they are made. That's what the Oscars is supposed to be about. And they didn't at all do the Oscars justice in that respect. It did not feel like a night for movie lovers, even though that is what, you know, the head of the Academy said, oh man, we're really putting on, we're putting on a show for people who love movies. That's what this is about. I didn't really feel that. I didn't feel like this was, you know, an Academy that loved movies, we're here to, you know, like, this is a night to celebrate movies, I didn't feel like that was the case at all, in my opinion, that was not the case, instead, I felt like the Academy was trying to stay relevant, actors were trying to stay relevant, people lost control, obviously, looking at you, Will Smith, you know, it was ultimately just in, like a, sh a sh in shambles, one of the lowest, I, I, I'm not sure if it's the lowest night, maybe second lowest, you know, after 2020 Oscars, or which I sure, I'm sure were just horrible. I, I mean, I'm talking about the year of films for 2020. That must have been shambles, you know, as far as ratings go. They might have gotten some boosts after, you know, the Will Smith incident, but you could tell, like, not a lot of people were tuning in tonight. There was no buildup. I honestly forgot a couple of times the Oscars were going to be that Sunday. It just I, and it wasn't something I cared about. I wanted it to be good, right? Because this is a awards show that is dedicating awards to the things that I love, movies, and there were movies in 2021 that I loved, but I knew this was going to be a mess, and it was hosting just garbage, guys. I horrible. Why Amy Schumer? Why Amy Schumer? Why Regina Hall? Why Wanda Sykes? I just are you this is who you pick? I mean, you know the ratings are gonna be low. You gotta know, right? The Academy, they had to know the ratings were gonna be low. What did they feel like they should probably have brought the ratings up a little bit? Maybe with picking hosts that are like relevant and people care about. Nobody cares about Amy Schumer or Regina Hall. I'm not saying, you know, loved ones or anything. I'm talking about in pop culture. They are not relevant. You know, yeah, sure, I gotta commercial for Amy Schumer's new Hulu show. God, Hulu was all over these these commercials. It was bugging the crap out of me. What I had been pitching, what I had been pitching 
since I since the nominees were out and they said there was going to be a host, I said Tom Holland and Zendaya. Boom. That was those are the names I put in the metaphorical bucket. They were the ones who should have been hosting. They're relevant. People like them. They're funny. They've got good chemistry. They're like they've got a genuine dynamic. Like they, even if they're not like comedians, they don't have to be. They just have to be enjoyable to watch, and they are. Why on earth would you not pick them to host? Maybe they were asked. Maybe they were asked. But anytime like Zendaya was on screen during the Oscars, you you like you could feel that like the like the Academy was like trying to show like hey Zendaya's here. Quit showing me Zendaya's here. Put her with Tom Mullins and have them host. Have them host the Oscars because that would be great. It shows that the Oscars knows what is relevant. I mean, come on. Their movie just made nearly two billion dollars. It's in a like it's in that realm of highest grossing films of all time. They they deserve you know to host. Like that is a good move. It's a relevant move. Why would you not do that? I don't understand. There were better picks. Now my personal favorite pick would have been to have Joe Rogan host. But I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dwell on that anymore. That would have been what I would have liked. Joe Rogan and Dave Chappelle come up there and host the Oscars. That would have been my pitch. It would never have happened for obvious reasons. But that'd have been awesome. Like, come on, that would have been monumental. That'd have been a monumental Oscars night. And I would imagine that half of the actors would have walked out. Probably all of them, honestly. Like at, at least 75% of them would have walked out. Come on. I mean, you know that's what's gonna happen. Anyway, anyway. Ultimately, you know, kind of bringing things, you know, full circle. When we get to that Will Smith win, the start of the speech, I, I, because really the slap had kind of like faded from my mind. I was like, oh, okay. It was only till like the next day I realized like how crazy of a deal that was. When Will Smith got up there, I was like, oh, this might actually be. Something like a like a good speech. I mean, this guy's been in the business for 30 years. He's an icon. This is his moment. It was a great performance, a great film. Like, this was all all good stuff. His speech, you know, it started off good, you know, talking about, you know, I always appreciate when actors will speak on religion. The more I think about the slap, though, the less meaningful it seems. It, honestly, him kind of coming up there talking about how like he has to defend the Williams family, the Smith family, the King Richard family. Like, dude, you did a horrible job of representing them and defending them when you went up there and slapped Chris Rock across the face. So it just kind of made everything he said feel hypocritical. In my opinion, in my opinion, it felt hypocritical. You know, but there isn't anything more for me to add. Yeah, that that's my overall feelings. This was not a night for movie lovers. It's the night Will Smith slapped Chris Rock on the face, and the Oscars continued to pander to the young demographic. We're relevant. We have Billy Eilish, and we have you know we don't talk about Bruno. Like they were just oh they were struggling. We got Beyonce too. You don't you want Beyonce? Like they were they are trying really hard. They even thought like we would like the Godfather put to Bad Boy. Like I just, they just don't get it anymore. And I'm hoping this award show, you know, because now it is in the gutter, like the gutter full of crap and urine. It is there. It is gonna be there for a while. It, things are not changing. Things are not gonna change until 
something. I don't know what it is, but there's going to have to be something big that changes the way these award shows work, the way actors, you know, like conduct themselves. Like, I don't care, you know, what you, you know, I don't care about you wearing your little Ukraine badge. Like, what are you doing? I just don't understand why actors feel like they have to be politically involved. They should not be our leaders. You look at the, the, you know, what they show from their IQ level, it's not very high. That's all I'm going to say. They don't act very smart. When they talk about politics, they look like buffoons. I'm tired of it. Sean Penn, I don't, you, why exactly? I know President Zelensky was an actor. Do you think he's going to show up to the Oscars? I don't know. Like, okay, I guess you're going to smelt your Oscar now. I'm just tired of all of this. And the whole night was overshadowed by this stuff, this garbage from actors. I'm a movie fan. I like great actors. I respect actors like Denzel and Matthew McConaughey who know how to conduct themselves. I respect people like that. But a lot of the actors today I do not respect in the way that they conduct themselves, how they talk, speak on their opinions. I'm tired of it. Hollywood needs to get their head out of the gutter, put on a show for people who love movies, stop filling their movies with their agenda, whatever it is. I don't care what agenda you've got. You need to take a back seat for a minute because you should not be leading the culture, leading the world. Like you you can't you should not be doing that. That's my opinion. I want to know what you guys thought of the Oscars. I have a feeling I know. But as always, MovieManiacs2020 at gmail.com. Any thoughts, questions you had on this ceremony, I would love to hear them. I'd love to respond to any questions you might have had. There you go. Those were my feelings on the Oscars. They weren't great. Good moments. I, I want to say good moments. Dune getting some recognition. Troy Coaster. That was all really good. Arnold Nebos. These were good moments. Chris Rock was funny up until Will Smith, you know, had to ruin everything. So there you go. I don't hate Will Smith. I want to say that I don't hate the guy, but I hate the way he acted uh, Sunday evening. And that's ultimately what I've got to say about it. Uh, very, very unprofessional that, and immature. Like these are people who, I don't know, may, can they conduct themselves properly? Could, because this was not a, a good move on Will Smith's part. Anyway, Oscars. You know, I think they had like a few thousand watts. I mean, it's like not a lot. But thank you guys so much. I just want to say that. thank you guys for tuning in, listening. I hope that my thoughts were able to provide some insight. I know that you may not have agreed with everything I say. I, You know, saying that actors shouldn't talk about politics and should keep their mouths shut isn't something that I think a lot of people would like to hear. I think it's the case now. I'm getting tired of it. Maybe every once in a while when you know how to speak properly, you can do it. Not a lot of actors can do that, though, and that's my big problem. Educate yourself and just move on, please. I'm ready for actors to move on. I'm ready for Hollywood to move on from this gutter that it's in. And, you know, movies are still great. I'm not saying that movies aren't still great. People will make that case. They'll say, movies aren't good anymore. I'm not saying that. I think that movies are still good great dune come on come on licorice pizza west side story green knight these are great these are great films but hollywood needs needs to step up the game that's what i'm ultimately going to leave you guys with hollywood has got to step up the game because they are losing they are losing right now they are losing people who watch films they are losing you know overall care about the way these awards shows go People do not care about this stuff anymore, and it's apparent because they cannot put on a good show. Because they cannot put on a good award show, 
any longer. And that has got to change. If Hollywood wants to stay, you know, a strong body, they've got to change. And that's ultimately what I got to say. They need to get themselves out of the gutter, make, you know, a ceremony for people who love movies. Stop paying attention to people who don't want to tune into your awards show to begin with. Focus on the people who are still going to tune in like me every year and watch the Oscars. They haven't messed up so badly yet, but they are getting dangerously close. They are flirting with that line and they're about to cross it. If this continues, the viewership will continue to deplete and they won't have little instants like Will Smith slapping somebody in the face to boost viewership. Those moments aren't going to happen every Oscars. So they've got to change something. They've got to. And I care about this award show. I want it to be great and be an, a memorable moment, That one that I'll tell younger people when I'm old and in that wheelchair or maybe on my deathbed, I'll go, you remember the such and such Oscars. That was a memorable night for whoever, you know. Like That needs to be what this academy needs to be focusing on and, you know, target people like me who care. And I'm not saying I need to be serviced. I'm just saying that people like me are the people who care about the Oscars. And they need to start focusing on that demographic. That's all I got to say. Get your head out of the gutter, Hollywood. Get your head out of the gutter, Hollywood. That's all I got to say. Thank you guys once again so much for listening. I do really appreciate it. I know that was more of a rant, you know, nominees and predictions. That really wasn't what I talked about a whole lot. I really just needed to say that this award show is in shambles right now and it needs to be doing better. I want to know what you guys think. So as always, moviemaniacs2020 at gmail.com. Always, guys. If you're watching this on YouTube, Thank you so much for doing that. Hope you hit that subscribe button, the notification bell, like whatever. I don't really care about giving these plugs, but, you know, five stars on Apple Podcast, five stars on Spotify. Let me know what you think of the show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Oscar, step it up. But to you people, the people who care, thank you for tuning in. As always, content is continuing to be produced here. We got a lot to talk about. Uncharted, Lost City, Dog. Lots of new films. I'm going to be talking about them. Morbius and Ambulance are going to be coming out soon. Hopefully, I'll be able to get reviews out for those. I'm super excited. Guys, even though the Oscars sucked, things are looking good, and I really do appreciate that. So thank you so much for listening, and as always, I'll see you on the flip-flop.